Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, helpful tips for when you're bleeding out of your anus, plus phone sex with our favorite trans girl, and it's probably not a good idea to scream anti-Asian slurs when you're on trial accused of an anti-Asian attack. All coming up today. Today's Distorted View podcast is brought to you by... Introducing the latest innovation in field dressing since the invention of the knife. The Butt-Out Field Dressing Tool from Hunter Specialties. The new Butt-Out removes the anal alimentary canal in just three easy steps. First, lay the harvested deer on its side. Insert the Butt-Out into the anal canal, making sure the handle is flush against the canal. Second, twist the handle until you feel the tool grab the membrane. Then, twist one half more turn. Third, with a smooth, steady pull, pull the butt out from the canal. Extract about 10 to 12 inches of membrane. Tie it off and cut. You can now continue with your normal field dressing procedure. With Hunter Specialties Butt Out, there's no more cutting of the pelvic bone. No more cutting around the rectal area. No more worrying about puncturing the bladder. It's the best thing to come to field dressing since the invention of the knife. The Butt Out from Hunter's Specialties. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Timothy James Henson? Hold my hand while I poo. Christian now fears his flatulence. I just want to say, how dare you? Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Got a great program for you. You know, I've been thinking I haven't been exploiting my status as a minority to further my career, advance personal agendas, what have you. You don't understand, but what I hold within is a very powerful weapon. No, I'm not talking about my IBS, although that's a powerful weapon, too. Many people forget, probably because I'm so masculine sounding, they think I'm a bro, a man's man. But in reality, I am a member of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm a very butch lesbian. That's how manly I am. I'm such a man. You know, when people see me on the street, they don't even think I'm a guy. They're, they're like, wow, that is one aggressive looking diesel dyke. I am one bad mullet away from a closet full of flannel and Melissa Etheridge backstage passes. Do you believe me yet that I'm masculine? I'm hoping if I keep telling you that, you'll believe me. In reality, of course, I am a cock-carrying member of the homosexual race. And as such, I am supposed to have some sort of like a built-in gay audience. The community is supposed to support me, but I don't actively go after them. Because I didn't want Distorted View Daily to be considered a gay show. Even though, if you listen to the program, the content is very, very faggy. Two of the most well-known clips from this podcast that people still quote to me to this day, that I featured back in like 2006, is uh, a gay porn star sticking his finger down his dick hole. Can't get any gayer than that. Oh, wait. Yes, you can. The other clip is of gay fisting porn. As a matter of fact, any of you people out there that consider yourself straight, and a fan of Distorted View Daily, you really need to question your sexuality because I got news for you. You're at least a little fruity. At the very least, you get a few drinks in you, you're going to let a guy suck your dick. But look, I'm not here to out anyone today. Unicorn hamster. Yeah, my gaydar is going off hard for you, my friend. The point is, I was born with this curse. The curse of craving dick. Like a vampire. 
I need penis to sustain myself. Let me suck your blood and gorge shaft. Anyway, I might as well use this debilitating handicap to my advantage. The gay community is supposed to rally around their own, help prop them up, make them succeed. Your job is to tell all your friends, especially the gay ones, that uh, DV is a super queer podcast full of sex talk and dicks. I mean, you wouldn't be lying. I think this can really uh, shoot DV to the next level of podcasting success. Plus, you know, gays have a lot of disposable income. I sent a lot of new sideshow members. The best part is I don't have to alter my content at all. It's going to be the exact same show. I don't have to change a thing. Gays love this disgusting stuff. I just think they don't know about DV because, you know, gays are always just looking for gay stuff and DV is not marketed to the gay community until now. I think the DV logo needs to be washed in rainbow colors. We need to add another category in the Apple podcast charts that, uh, you know, DV shows up in the in the gay section and maybe change the name. I mean, we'll just we'll keep it distorted view daily, but then add like work or girl or fabulous or something. A a fabulous po- distorted view daily distorted view. A fabulous daily podcast. Girl work sashay away. It's kind of wordy. But I, I'm guessing that's what uh, gay people search. The problem is I'm a horrible homosexual. The few gay listeners I do currently have, if you could just uh, sort of help me out, become queer ambassadors to this podcast, it would be great. Now, look, is this a cheap, shallow way to get new listeners? Yes. But again, there are so few perks to being gay. Let me have this one. Everything else about homosexuality is awful. Don't believe me? You think gays are just flittering about? With a smile on their face, their whole lives are about cut-off jeans and cosmopolitans and pride marches and Sunday brunches or whatever. No, we've got plenty of struggles that uh, straight people just don't understand. Let me give you an example. This whole fucking six-minute rant has been leading up to, to me playing this clip. This is the only reason why I'm talking about this. I've got a clip of a gay man talking here. And I needed a way to introduce it. It does give you a good idea, though, of uh, what gay people are up against. Take a listen. Here's how I healed my lovely butt fissure. TMI, you've been warned. A couple years ago, I douched improperly and bled out of my butt for about a week. Why is there no sad music playing in the background? Sarah McLaughlin, we need you now more than ever. Here's how I healed my lovely butt fissure. A couple years ago, I douched improperly and bled out of my butt for about a week. I don't know if uh, sad music is in order or like horror music would be better. Okay, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead and uh, tell your story. I mean, how the fuck do you douche wrong? What were you douching with? Sriracha? Fucking end up... Bleeding out of your ass? TMI, you've been warned. A couple years ago, I douched improperly and bled out of my butt for about a week. Very attractive. It was one of the worst experiences of my life, so I'm gonna tell you what I did to heal from it. So my doctor first told me to get some easy fiber. I had to mix three spoonfuls of it with water. Doesn't doesn't fiber make you go more? If you're already bleeding out of your butt, why would you want to be pushing out more shit blood clots? 
I, I would get a second opinion on that, but okay. So he uh, started to eat a lot of fiber. Spoonfuls of it with water and drink that with every meal. This just made my poop liquid so that it would hurt less to push it out. Oh, tip, tighten okay. your hole when you're pushing, less pain. My oh, okay, all right. Good tip there, tighten your hole. I poop liquid so that it would hurt less. Tighten your hole while you poop. So you, how do you push and tighten? Push it out. Tip, tighten your hole when you're pushing, less pain. My I, you, you can't do that. Those are diametrically opposite maneuvers. No wonder this guy is shitting out blood. He's he's pushing and tightening. Uh, he's he's fucking up his system. Tip, tighten your hole when you're pushing. Less pain. My doctor first prescribed me this cream, but it didn't work for me. So then he prescribed me- Like lidocaine is what he was holding up there. For me. So then he prescribed me this and it worked. Silver creams? Isn't that uh, what Alex Jones sells? Your doctor's a quack. My doctor recommend that I take Alpha Brain for your mind, body, and anus. No, it's silver sulfadiazine cream or something like that. Wonders. I had to apply this every morning and every night, very gently, very deeply. Nice. Inside the hole. And after a month, I could bottom again. So easy fiber with every meal. Poor guy had to take a month off of bottoming. Cream twice a day. That's it. To learn more, check out my bottoming guide at the link in my bio. <laughs> Social media is a fucking cancer. This is on TikTok, by the way. A TikTok bottoming guide. Easy, digestible, bite-sized bottoming tips in under three minutes. Subscribed. And by featuring that clip, I think we've officially kickstarted our gay listener drive. Careless fairies have juicy cocks. Fuck them hard so they can't even walk. Suck them dry. Lick their ass. You've just done the queer pants dance. Hey, girl, hey. Moving on. Oh, I've got an update from our favorite trans person. She calls herself a tranny, so I'm going to go ahead and call her a tranny. Andrea? That really gave me tranny baby fever. Yeah, that's a clip we play often at the uh, beginning of the show. I guess she saw a baby somewhere and her artificial uterus started twitching. Andrea, for those of you that don't remember, is in a polyamorous relationship with another trans woman and a dude who only is attracted to trans women. In addition to her normal YouTube channel, she also has a burping fetish channel and an OnlyFans, so everyone follow Andrea on OnlyFans. Throw a few bucks her way. Now, if you're wondering uh, what she actually does for a living, how she pays her rent, well, she does it in the most Andrea way possible. She's a phone sex operator specializing in unique fetishes. It's a pretty good gig. She can do it from home. She doesn't have to get dressed. She doesn't even have to shave. I see stubble on her face. Good for her. Anyway, here is a work day in the life of Andrea. Oh shit, I'm getting a call actually. So I'm getting a call right now and uh, the character that I'm playing that they're calling is a spoiled uh, rich girl. She's like a spoiled sugar baby. And this guy who's calling is like an older guy. So here's uh, sugar baby in training. Gonna talk to her little, her daddy. She's got the whole setup. She, you know, she's got a headset with the mic and the headphones. She's just kicking back on her couch. Now, if you listen very closely, you can sometimes hear the guy on the other end of the phone, which is funny. Here we go. Well, I want that big fucking hard daddy cocking me. That's right, baby. 
Oh, I can fucking sit. No, daddy. Yeah, you have to listen closely, but you can sort of hear like pussy slapping sounds. And it's just her kind of tapping her leg. She's obviously not really masturbating. I don't even know if she really has a pussy. Later on, she reveals that this call lasted 20 minutes and it's been edited. We're only getting, uh, you know, two or three minutes. I want you to pull it up. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Nice and harder, baby. Fucking harder. Oh, my God. I don't want your fucking dick in me. Vlad could totally do this for, you know, some extra pocket money. Instead of wasting his time on the, the free party line doing prank calls for us, he could be, you know, employed at a phone sex company, really getting dudes off. He could still record the calls, right? He'd be double dipping, right? Providing great content for me and making money. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, I mean, I don't want to be rude to Andrea here, but uh, Vlad sounds more like a woman than you. That's not true. Andrea sounds very feminine. Yeah. Push that fucking dick at me. See what I mean? Very dainty. That's right, baby. Fill me up with cum, baby. Now, as Andrea is talking, saying stuff like, fill me up with cum, baby, her boyfriend walks in and, you know, he just went to the grocery store, got a bag of goods. He's just, you know, unbagging them, putting stuff away. All of this is very normal. Come, baby. Fucking fill me up, baby. Fuck, 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 fuck. So fucking white, baby. Ah, the juicy noises she's making. uh, She does it the same way I do it. Right? With the mouth, like grabbing your cheek. If any of you guys spend money on these phone sex lines, you need to understand that this is like who this is who's actually talking to you. You're talking dirty to a trans person making gooey pussy noises with their mouth. I mean, that's fine, but you should just you be aware of that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fill me up with cum, baby. Oh, shit. Oh, I want to. Fuck yeah, I want to clean up that mess you make. That's right, Daddy. Come for my nice little young pussy, Daddy. She's very good. Oh, fuck. Oh, Oh, my God, you can hear him coming. (laughs) Uh, This is like an old guy, I think she she says later on. Like, he's in his 70s, so this is how an old guy comes. <laughs> I'm oh, kill good boy, that man. Baby. <laughs> I've fallen. Old guys ejaculating sound a lot like old guys having a heart attack. Oh my god, so fucking good. Oh, right on time, too, baby. <laughs> Wait, Ooh, fuck. Oh. Mm, I can still feel it pumping in me, baby. I still feel that cum in me. Um, dusty. Fucking milk. Like sand in my pussy. You're so old. Of course you're going to feel that. Oh, I'm going to fucking milk it all. I'm going to go down on you right now and just lick it clean. Mm. Uh, mm. She's sucking her thumb. I'm, I fucking missed you, baby. <laughs> I hope you feel better, though. He's calling from his dialysis appointment. Well, it's boring, you know? Takes so long. He's just doing something to pass the time. 
that was 20 minutes, so calculated to $20, guys. That was great. He was one of my regulars. Um, see, the character I play is like a sugar baby in training, so I get a lot of older guys calling her. So wait a second. So she so she gets a dollar a minute. She, the whole point, obviously, is to keep this guy on as long as possible. And wanting to spoil her. And so that guy is... Um, He's called a Kungalingus, which means he's a great pussy licker. And so his fetish is just to like make a girl come multiple times by eating her pussy and then fucking her. And I don't want to be transphobic here, but uh, do you think he'd be into you if uh, he found out the only pussy he'd be able to lick on you is your is your is your is your back pussy? He's very romantic and very like passionate. So he'll be like, "Oh, I'm going to take you to the mall. I'm going to buy you clothes. I'm going to do this and do that." So it's pretty fun. Twenty dollars I made. Yeah. He pays. $40 and I made $20. So it's $2 a minute. She gets half. She gets to take home half. That's not bad, right? I mean, if you're really good and you can keep guys on the phone and you get a bunch of calls a night, yeah, you could make a living, right? And my boyfriend just came home and 20 bucks gonna, for 20 minutes? Uh, fuck me real quick. No, I'm just kidding. Well, there you go. That's what Andrea the Burping Girl does to pay her bills. It's a living. Speaking of trans, I've got a clip here of Ben Shapiro speaking. I think at a college. Ben is definitely in the camp of there are only two genders. Trans people are goofballs. I, I don't know exactly what he has to say about trans people. Still, uh, he's not a fan. Well, I think Ben Shapiro has met his match because during the question and answer session... He gets made to look like a fool by a student. Take a listen. I'm a mathematician and a physicist here, a double major, and I also just won the most prestigious award in the country to pursue research at any institution I want, That's the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship. Well, smell him. All right, well, I guess he's sort of just like giving his credentials. Yeah, I might just be a college student, but I'm super smart and I'm getting grants and shit. Okay, what do you have to say? To research at any institution I want, the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship. Okay. So I think I'm pretty, you know, qualified to say that most of what you're saying is based on, like, old data. Um, but my question to you... I, so I want you all to, like, realize that. Last month, but sure. Um, like... For example, gender identity disorder, that's the DSM-4, bro. We use the DSM-5 now for psychologists to be able to talk about- I literally about cited the DSM-5 in the speech, and it's called gender dysphoria, which is I literally the term that I use throughout the speech, not gender identity disorder. You sound like disorder, a bozo, bro. And you get no DSM-4. pussy, and you can't even make your wife wet, bro, so what's good? So much for intelligent discourse. This is really how we're going to debate now. You announce how smart you are. Then, when the person you're debating says something you don't agree with, you just attack him. Not even about anything the argument is about. It's just, you know, your wife's pussy's dry. You can't make her wet. Ha ha ha. Well, spoken like a true mathematician. It takes a lot <laughs> for someone to get me on the side of Ben Shapiro about most things. Somehow, though, in this particular clip, I'm in his corner. Bro, and you get no pussy, and you can't even make your wife wet, bro, so what's good? <laughs> oh, crowd is turning on you, Mr. Math. So, number one, uh, let me just say. By the way, is there a less masculine voice than Ben Shapiro's? The nice thing about having the real question, several small the real children question. that don't... 
Oh, he's just going to plow on with his question here. I didn't know he actually had one. The nice thing about having the real several question, small the real children that don't feel is, the necessity if, to have a masculine. We're using a Western colonial you. idea of gender. Then why should it apply? If we're using because because the gender binary is a Western colonial is a Western colonialist framework of gender. You're you right. Know? Men and women don't exist in any other culture. No, 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 no. I'm no. You're think right. about Native American. Nailed it. Third gender people. I'm not saying that third gender people exist in Native American societies, Western African societies, like Southern. Native American societies like Mexico. So in other places that are not white dominated. Damn, it always comes back to it's the white people's fault. I mean, I get it. We've done a lot of shady shit in the past, namely slavery. But you're blaming the fact that most people believe that there are just there are men and women and no third and fourth or twelfth gender. You're blaming that on white people? I'm a mathematician and a physicist. You cannot so tell me. The, so I have a question. And also you're not a biologist. So I have a question. Yeah, but neither are you. You're a mathematician. I guess that's kind of important when you're counting genders. Math is involved there a little bit. I'm 20. As a mathematician and a physicist, what in the hell do you know about human biology? And you got your law degree from Harvard. What do you know about biology? You got your law degree from Harvard. And frankly, and frankly, I would ask another question. Ben Shapiro's coming in for the kill. If your logic is so flawed as a mathematician and a physicist, I would suggest that whichever institution gave you an award, revoke it immediately. Dude, you made it too easy for Ben. I mean, good God, you're an embarrassment. We really need to rethink the whole idea of higher learning. Colleges, universities, just shut them all down. Let's start fresh. Kids are coming out half-baked. A little squishy. A little cold on the inside, a little mushy. All right, uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I have got, I think, a brand new U-tard for you. Actually, this is a TikTard. He goes by the name Great Kazoo 321 First thing you need to know about him, he's a brony. Let's see. I've got Maternal Instinct. I've got Serena. I've got Seacrest. These are all the ponies he owns. Hmm. Uh, there's also Sentinel's two sisters, whose names I'm spacing on. That's enough of that. Uh, here he is answering the question, do you find any Pokemon attractive? I feel like this is a loaded question, so I'm only going to save this for people 18 and up. I do, but that doesn't mean I want to, uh, you know. Pokemon are not real. You can just go ahead and say it. We all know you want to fuck them. Maybe he doesn't want to say anything about uh, his sexual attraction to Pokemon because uh, it would upset his waifu. He's got one of those, too. Waifu, of course, is just like an anime character. He, You want to fuck, I guess? I do. He does have a I waifu. I find a lot of, of women attractive, and, and I kind of, sort of, have a crush on them. I mean, one of them being... Uh, sorry for interrupting. I just need to get my thoughts together. Hmm. One of them being... Take your time. It's okay. Melanie from Pokemon Shield. And I said Melanie, not Marnie. I'm talking about the mother of Gordy, not the female rival. Another one of them... Hmm. That would have to be Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And okay. I'll say say this. She's technically thousands of years old, so 
even she, though she looks like she's seven. So come on, I'm not a pedo. It's more than legal. Besides, I like her caring personality, and yeah. she she can cook. Like any good waifu should. Mm. Let's see. Hmm. I mean, there is another, but uh, I'd rather it be her aged up. Hi, Galileo2333. Yeah, what he's saying is he's attracted to an anime girl, but she's underage, so he would rather her be aged up. You know, he, he would he would prefer it if she was 18. He's not some sort of weirdo. I mean, isn't that kind of the thing? Like, if you're into these waifu, like, anime characters, even if the character says she's, like, 50, they all look so prepubescent. Like, that's the appeal of the anime girls. That's what makes this so fucking disturbing, right? Chiaki Nanami from Danganronpa 3. Okay, we're getting deep into anime nerddom here. I mean, come on. She's a beautiful gamer girl with who, who likes having friends. I mean, how could I not think Big that is, that's attractive? Big voluptuous milkers on her? Come on. And before you say anything, I'd rather be friends with her if she, if we're going by her canon age. Get with the age. I think that should cover it. Her canon age. So, yeah, I think I've, I've answered your question. No, you've said enough. He's got to be one of the biggest, most awkward sex dorks we've featured in a while, right? I mean, he, he ticks off all the boxes. He's into uh, ponies, My Little Pony, Pokemon, and anime girls. I mean, save some for the rest of us. You can't hog them all. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. <laughs> some good news and some bad news. First up, we blew past our first YouTube goal. I have well over 100 subscribers. Now I just have to wait. I guess I have to wait 30 days before I can officially get a, a, a YouTube address. That's fine. We've got more important fish to fry. I'm madder than fish grease. No, I'm not mad. But uh, we do have another goal, and that goal is a 1,000 subscribers. I promise this will be the last time I, I tell you that we've, we've got a new goal of subscribers to reach. This is the big one where I can, you know, monetize the YouTube channel if I have over a 1,000 subscribers. We're uh, over 20% of the way there. Over 200 freaks have uh, already subscribed to the YouTube channel, and I'm going to sweeten the pot. Hopefully this will encourage you guys to smash that subscribe button and then the, the bell to get notifications. Several of you freaks have asked about uh, something we did a few times uh, on our YouTube channel called DV's Shitty Night at the Movies. It's basically where we watch an old uh, public domain movie. I think we did one called Child Bride. That was a fucking trip. And another uh, public domain movie, it was like Santa versus the Martians. <laughs> it was ridiculous. We just sit and we watch and I, uh, you know, make fun of the movie and sometimes I'll take phone calls and stuff like that. Well, I thought we could incorporate it into Nocturnal Transmission this week if we get uh, to our goal of a thousand subscribers. This would be like a, a mini DV shitty night at the movies 
What would be the title we'd be watching? I'm so glad you asked. Tonight, Jelly Beans, Old Ladies Looking the Other Way, and a lot of poor decisions. It's the 1964 classic, The Child Molester, on TV's <laughs> Shitty Night at the Movies. <laughs> My, this YouTube channel is going to get demonetized before it's even monetized. This fucking thing doesn't stand a chance. As a matter of fact, one of the comments, the most recent comments on the new YouTube channel, who wrote this? Jackson Fogarty wrote in, I'm all here to watch how Timmy tries to censor himself for YouTube. This is going to be a clusterfunk. It sure is, Jackson. It sure is. No, uh, the, the child molester is actually, I think it's like an educational film or PSA or something, but there's a story to it. Stuff happens. People get molested. It's great. It's about 20 minutes long. So, yeah, it'll be like a short uh, DV shitty night at the movies. And again, we'll incorporate it into Nocturnal Transmission. All you got to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, if you want the link, just go to distortedview.com. On the main navigation bar, there's a link that says YouTube. Just click on that. Figure it fucking out. God, i to spell everything out for you. You're supposed to be intelligent. I've also posted the link on my Twitter sheet. And it's in the Discord. It's all over the place. Thank you to everyone who has already subscribed. Hey, don't forget about the Sideshow. That is DV's member site, where every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday was a very fun Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear it, though, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. So if you like Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting it. And now there are more ways than ever to get Sideshow content. If you listen to DV on Spotify, you can sign up and get Sideshow content right in the Spotify app. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Just a few taps in Apple Podcast, and you can subscribe. You can even use Apple Pay if you want. It's pretty cool. So, uh, so check that out. Superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com for more information. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, a Richmond, British Columbia couple allegedly involved in a racist incident at a coffee shop was in court on Friday before uh, co-accused Astrid Maria Seacreve went into the courtroom. She spewed a racial slur at a news camera woman who's of Asian descent. Well, that cannot help their case at all. So wait a second. The whole reason why they're in court is because of a racist incident where they were screaming things out at uh, Chinese people. Not just screaming. They were like throwing coffee ar around the, the coffee shop. Uh, that part I, I have on video. But there, there's no good audio, right? You just you just see these people in the coffee shop getting into a fight, throwing coffee cups around and stuff. And then someone follows the couple out to their car. Get in the car. Looks like the husband is telling his wife to get into the car. They're trying to rush up, you know, away. Get in the car. What did you say? What did you say? Huh? I say leave it be. Let, let, what, let, did, let wait, what did your wife say? Let it go. She's she's not well. Let it go. Oh. Huh? Well, if she's not well, if she's mentally ill, you gotta give them a little little bit of slack, oh, right? Let it. Chinese. Oh. Okay. Well, what's your excuse? Fucking Chinese. Fucking Chinese. As the uh, the wife, the woman was uh, going into the courtroom, she screamed, "Don't touch me!" using an expletive, followed by a slur for a person of Chinese heritage. 
The couple have been charged with mischief under $5,000 over the incident at the uh, Rokonany Coffee Roasters in the city's uh, Stevenston neighborhood. It happened March 29th, 2021, when two customers arrived and ignored the coffee shop's COVID-19 protocols. Then they became agitated when they were asked to sit at a different table. Surveillance video captured drinks being poured onto the floor and then an object being thrown as the couple left the business. At the time, the employee said that uh, the drink was poured on her face and body and a racial slur was hurled at her. At another court hearing back in July of 2021, the husband confronted an anti-racism protester and could be heard openly shouting anti-Chinese statements. This has got to be a very open and shut case. Not only is there video evidence of the fucking rampage they went on at the coffee place, they continue to get into altercations with Chinese people at the courthouse, like multiple times. Quote, I prefer to have English or French or German than to have Chinese in this country. It's okay for Germans, though. Okay. Uh, This is Canada and we have free speech. If we don't like Chinese, we can say it. And I don't like Chinese. And I say it. It's true. You should be able to do uh, express your opinion. But again, I think uh, this case really has more to do with uh, the throwing coffee around, maybe pouring it on a Chinese woman's face, wrecking their store. All right. Uh, anti-racism protesters were back outside the courtroom on Friday as they called for justice. Ali Wong with Stop Anti-Asian Hate said, we hope they can get educated from the result, from the judgment, whatever the judgment is. Protesters will have to wait a little bit longer for the judgment. The trial was adjourned and a new one is being scheduled. During the hearing, uh, the man said that his ex-wife has dementia, which, by the way, she denied in court. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, He also refused to accept any of the disclosure materials from the Crown Court. Uh, They are slated to return to court on September 15th. So they're going to have a nice summer relax before they get back to uh, all of these unpleasant trees. All right. uh, Second story we have for you. Oh, this is uh, an update. An update from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Remember the story we recently read about the Parkland uh, shooter trial that was going to be getting underway and they were looking for jurors and one of the potential jurors was like, I can't do it. This court case, this trial is going to take way too long. I can't be away from my sugar daddy that long. I've got a husband and a sugar daddy and look, I'm booked up, man. Don't have time to be dicking around with this trial. Well, now that woman uh, actually uh, has some comments uh, uh, about what went down. Jury selection is underway for the trial of Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz. And one woman who was dismissed from serving went viral after stating why she couldn't participate. Identified only as Ms. Bristol. Nice. A potential juror told a Florida court that she couldn't participate in the six-month trial due to the loss of $8,000 in monthly income from her sugar daddy. Holy fuck, $8,000 a month? Yeah, I'd be trying to get out of jury duty too. That's a huge loss for me, man. The woman said she's married and has a sugar daddy. He gives her the thousands every month. Uh, quote, well, I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. 
I see him every day. Judge Shearer seemed confused by the woman's confession, but later moved to dismiss her. So the ploy worked. You should all try the sugar daddy excuse when faced with jury duty. Couldn't hurt. Actually, I have that original clip here. This is uh, taken from the courtroom. So you said that the July, there's dates in, in, in July that you're not available. What are July those dates? July 7th, July 4th, which is closed, and July 18th. But you're then again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but well, I'm married and I have my, my sugar daddy. Okay. I see him every day. All right. Like how the judge took her serious, though. Like, all right, all right, we'll get back to that. I understand. You got a sugar daddy. After going uh, viral online, Ms. Bristol spoke to a local TV station to explain things further. I also have a clip of that. Now, she is adamant that she wasn't just using the, the sugar daddy thing as an excuse to weasel her way out of jury duty. She actually has a sugar daddy. If I do this case for six months, I have a hardship. That means my sugar daddy can't support me. She told me that six-month time frame would put her in a financial bind. How much exactly per month she claims she'll miss out on? $8,000 a month. $48,000 total if it goes on for six months. Yeah, that's a hardship. I do not blame this woman at all. The penalty phase for the shooter could last up to six months. Jurors would have to make a recommendation to the judge of a life or death sentence. It's all day for six months. And that was my hardship. I need my sugar daddy money. Bristol says she was honest, <laughs> saying her hardship was financial, so the judge excused her. I said to the judge, I have a sugar daddy and I'm married and I have a husband just like that. The judge heard other more common hardships like having two jobs or a long vacation. Yeah, jury selection in the tragic case became even more complicated this week after Judge Shearer moved to dismiss an entire pool of potential jurors after eight of them burst into tears when confessed high school gunman Nicholas Cruz walked into the courtroom. They couldn't fucking even keep their composure. Man and woman the fuck up, Jesus. The ladies and gentlemen that have been taken out so far are people that are so upset that they can't sit here without getting emotional. And we don't want that to cause trauma for anyone, Judge Shearer said. The court is looking to seat 12 jurors and eight alternates in the case. So far, 147 potential jurors have been screened and advanced to a second round of questioning. Once selected, of course, the jury will decide on a life sentence or death penalty for Cruz who confessed to 17 counts of first-degree murder and 17 counts of attempted murder after carrying out the deadly mass shooting at uh, Marjorie Douglas Stoneman High. Final story we have for you today. This is a very short one. I just thought it was kind of interesting. You know, Nintendo, for a very long time, had a squeaky clean image. Uh, they didn't allow uh, mature games, really, on uh, some of their platforms. I remember, I mean, back when I was growing up in uh, olden times, the original Mortal Kombat came out for Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. At the same time, the Nintendo version was, like, watered down. It couldn't show any blood. And this is, like, you know, old video games, like 16-bit video game systems. So blood was just, like, a few red dots. So they really had to, like, tone down the blood and gore. That has slowly been changing over the years. Now, apparently, Nintendo's just, like, uh, showing off porn, basically, on their eShop main page. 
Nintendo has greenlit the release of another hentai game on the Nintendo Switch eShop. Hentai Uni, or Uni, by Big Way Games is on the front page of the Switch's digital storefront right now. I mean, maybe by the time you listen to the show, Nintendo will have at least taken it off of the, the front page. It's described as a puzzle game that can be played with one hand, and it features, you know, an anime-looking girl, so you know, it looks like she's 11, um, in short shorts with big tits, wearing a very tiny top. Four girls in 12 beautifully drawn scenes will cheer you up and help you relax, the description reads. Um, the gameplay has players completing puzzles in order to remove clothing <laughs> from anime characters until they're left completely topless. Anti-Uni is rated M in the U.S. and 12 in the U.K. for sexual innuendo and nudity. Currently, Nintendo's website requires users to enter their age before they can view the game's product page. So, not like your little one will see this. Uh, hentai is described by Dictionary.com as a subgenre of Japanese manga, or manga, whatever, anime, computer games, etc., characterized by explicit sexual themes and imagery. According to the Wall Street Journal, a little ways back, you know, when the console launched, several Japanese developers claimed that Nintendo had expressed willingness to publish more risque or violent titles, which some would have expected it to block in the past. In comparison, Sony has cracked down on sexually explicit games in recent years. This really is uh, quite the flip-flop between Sony and Nintendo. Couldn't come at a better time. I mean, uh, the, the Switch is a great masturbation console. It's portable. You can take it into the bathroom with you. Play a quick game of Titty Tetris or whatever the hell this hentai game is based on. Hentai Uni is not the first game approved for Nintendo Switch based on the sexualized manga genre. Last summer, uh, Axios Games released action shooter Hentai vs. Evil, rated 17+. plus for blood, violence, nudity, and sexual themes, the game claims to feature a dash of naughty flavor to spice things up as you control anime-style characters and hedonistic action where no waifu gets left behind. Other games include Panty Party, Doki Doki Pants, and Fantasy Tavern Sextet. Nintendo has noted that parents can use the parental control function on the Switch to ensure their children don't play games aimed at adults. And this is why the Nintendo Switch is the number one console of this generation. Ta-da! That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. We have a Discord where all the freaks hang out. It's it's a great meeting ground to, to chat and share links and stuff. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. Oh, my God, Tim, back up. Uh, you know when you think, like, it's, like, really nasty shit and, yes. like, your asshole's itching and you know that it's, like, covered in the worst stuff and just, like, it's going to walk toilet paper in there yeah, I used to do that where I'd like really dig the toilet paper in my ass. The new thing I do is what I call the pinch. Like I'll take the toilet paper and I'll like pinch my my asshole, like the the, the rim of my asshole. Get a get a real finger full and uh, see how see what that does to the toilet paper. That's how you know you're really clean. If you can uh, take toilet paper and pinch all around your asshole, all around your anus, and there's a uh, 
There's no uh, yellow or brown on the toilet paper. You, you, you done good. You done real good. Tim, God damn it. I, you say a lot of stupid shit and I try to ignore it, but buck breaking is not, has not, and never was an actual fucking practice. Okay, first of all. That is some shit that Tariq Nasheed made up. Okay, ho- ho- listen to me. I didn't come up with the term buck breaking. The only reason I mentioned it is because it's something Alexis K. Tyler said, and I figured you guys would wonder what that was. And this may have been on a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Alexis K. Tyler was talking about, uh, you know, dick and nuts and stuff like that. Something about, I think it was about Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. She mentioned them fucking and then talking about buck breaking. And uh, we wondered what that was. Someone in the Discord actually uh, posted the link to all of this buck breaking stuff. The uh, the theory is, or, or whatever, it, it, buck breaking was uh, done by slave owners to humiliate the slaves and uh, really uh, scare the other the other slaves, right? Like they would bend them, bend this the, the slave over a st- tree stump and then fuck them, and it's called buck breaking, the way to dominate and humiliate. Now we didn't go into it that much because again, it was just something Alexis K. Tyler said, and I wanted to explain uh, what she meant by that. I mean, I, I didn't do a lot of research into it, so I don't feel like I'm an uh, an idiot for mentioning it. I figured most people didn't even know what buck breaking was, so I, I I explained it. Score a bunch of fucking money to make a documentary and blame white people for his gay thoughts. Because white people are putting gay thoughts in his head. He fucking said that. One more thing uh, white people are blamed for. In a time in the U.S. where being gay got you fucking killed, how would it have been socially acceptable to fuck another man's ass in a dominance role? Well, it's different because it's not for sexual pleasure. <laughs> like, oh, hey, don't y'all hear about Jeremiah's slaves? I mean, isn't that uh, somewhat common in other cultures? Like, you know, fucking guys just to, like, fucking young guys to, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I got, guess it's just a fantasy of mine. <laughs> a little uppity, so he went and fucked him. This guy's oh. very upset about the idea of buck breaking. Yeah, he fucked him right in his ass. Made him calm right down, kind of like a Rottweiler getting neutered. Oh shit! I think I'm gonna try that. That's fucking retarded. All right. Well, there you go. I'm. I'm sorry I brought it up. Hey Tim Haley. Well, you know what? I'm sorry Alexis K. Tyler brought it up. Hey Tim Haley's comment calling up, and I just wanted no. to help you out with a little bit of medical pronunciation that you struggled with last week. Uh, now, okay, I will accept this. You know, I will accept your help on this, but. You got to admit, like, medical terms and medication, they're, they're very hard words to pronounce. I think I should be given a pass on uh, this. You were talking about uh, the condition in the woman who was the yoga teacher uh, who had uh, developed the ability to be able to orgasm without penetration. Uh, you were attempting to say the uh, medical issue uh, that you pronounced vagin, vagina moose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, vagina moose. Like, uh, Pronounce like, that right. Uh, like Mickey Mouse attempting to have sex. Oh, so what you're saying is vagina moose was not the right way to pronounce that. That's not vaginism. It's a condition. Oh, vagin... Vagin... How do you... Pro- I still can't say it. I literally just heard him pronounce it, and, I, and I'm still lost. There's pelvic floor contracts, usually because of anxiety and sometimes because of other medical issues. Um, 
And uh, you may ask, uh, Haley's comment, how do you know so much about gynecology? You're, you're not a trained medical professional. Well, I know this because I have a very good relationship with my wife. And in fact, actually, she's developed the ability to have non-penetrative orgasms. Oh, All nice. I have to say in a very sexy voice is, my life expectancy is five years less than yours. And she comes like a shot. <laughs> That's fake Haley's Comet calling in. Correcting me. How dare you? I'm your private dancer. for money. Do what you want me to do. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's just your, uh... Patron, Sideshow, Stoned, Jersey Devil here. Hey, Jersey. I uh, just wanted to say I love you. I'm not, I'm not a unicorn hamster, you know, but uh, I do that love fruit. you. Or Puerto Rican Fat Man. Which one of them says that? I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's Puerto Rican Fat Man that says, I'm just calling to say I love you. Uh, I wanted to say that I could not... Join you on your wonderful YouTube show on Friday. That's okay, because I didn't do one. Because I have a date. But for the rest of you, I hope that you have a good time. Oh, you mean this Friday, your upcoming... Uh, uh, wow, that's and, sad. And uh, my love goes out to you all. That's all right. okay. We'll be able to catch the replay, hopefully, if everything works out. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for the call. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 4463 That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. A couple years ago, I deuced improperly and bled out of my butt for about a week. Read the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. It means it's a great time to sign up so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. See, it's a beautiful, appears as a beautiful woman, and I was entranced. And then she turned into an old hag, and she tried to suffocate me by sitting on my chest. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.